I've been looking forward to catching up with our next guest on the country for quite a while. She's a busy lady, been hard to track down, but I've finally got her now ahead of a keynote presentation at the Agri-Food Tech 2035 Oceania Summit being held in Auckland next week. Dr Victoria Hatton from PwC. Hey Victoria, you came out recently and said New Zealand risks confusing carbon neutral with carbon zero and losing out to countries that have made carbon zero central to their food policies. Now I'm confused because I thought we had the lowest carbon footprint of any food producers in the world. So you're not you're not wrong, Jamie. So we are a highly efficient food production um, country, and we have farming systems that are world class. But what we don't do is we don't market ourselves as net zero, and we lead with a carbon neutral lens. And when I talk about carbon neutral, I mean it's almost like doing business as usual, but using forestry to offset those emissions. So we're not actually reducing or removing emissions from our system. We're continuing down the track of business as usual um, and offsetting growing more trees. Okay, so that's fine. And I, I would suggest to you that a lot of our sheep and beef farms are carbon neutral. But how do we, with ruminant livestock who are emitting or which are emitting methane, how do you get your farming system down to carbon zero? Surely that's the impossible dream. Oh, no. So there's lots of different ways of taking or removing um, emissions from the system. And it's not just about livestock. So... You put livestock to one side when we're working on methane inhibitors and mitigation um, technologies, but we can look at removing scope-free emissions from both downstream and upstream. So that's around farming practices. It's about putting electric vehicles on farm. It's about doing uh, precision agriculture. It's, it's not just about methane. It's about carbon. And we can sort of, I guess, um, work on our packaging, our logistics, so it's around, it's not just in operations, it's across the supply chain as well. And that's the difference with Net Zero, is it's along the whole supply chain rather than just within that farm operation system. So you're saying we're in danger of becoming siloed in our thinking and that given the change of scale, you believe we've only got 18 to 24 months to get our act together. Victoria, isn't that a wee bit alarmist? I don't think so when you look at what's happening across the world, especially in Europe and the UK. You know, we've signed FTA agreements with the UK and they've got sustainability chapters in them. And the focus definitely is shifting to net zero. Markets are changing the way we're, the way that we have, um, that we're becoming increasingly risk exposed by having that siloed thinking. When I talk about siloed thinking, I, th- I think very much about the fact we get stuck on single issue items, whether it's Freshwater, whether it's the RMA, whether it's more recently Hiwaka Ekonoa, you know, farm management plans. We're at risk of becoming increasingly risk exposed because we're not taking action across the system to shift to meet the demands of that changing market. That changing market is happening. You know, you only have to look at the likes of Tesco's and Nestle and Danone. They've set net zero targets. They will be looking at suppliers into their, into their systems become net zero aligned and if we don't do it we'll miss out um, you know and and alongside that I think um, organizations and markets are looking for greater transparency where consumers want details on where and how the food has been sourced and produced we're definitely not doing that either you know we've not got a labeling system we've not got um, you know we're not 
putting a sustainability lens on how we go to market and, and how we sell our product. Victoria, that's a discerning European customer. I look at our biggest customer at the moment, China. Are they more concerned about a low carbon footprint and zero carbon or low emissions farming, or are they more concerned about food quality and food safety? Well, they're probably they're probably concerned with both. I don't underestimate the discerning um, customer in China. Um, the growing middle class is there. I think you look at where we want to be um, playing. We want to be playing at the high value end of the market, and that's going to emerge everywhere. I don't think we can necessarily rest easy understanding that we're sort of going into a commodity-style market where food, um, food security, traceability, food safety is is the, the primary issue. I think carbon is going to become a global issue in the next 18 to 24 months. And I think we need to be prepared for that. So you are, as I said earlier, going to be the keynote speaker at the Agri-Food Tech 2035 Oceania Summit held in Auckland next week. What is farming going to look like in New Zealand in 2035? Give me 30 seconds on it. Oh, where we're going to have technologies, they're going to come in. We're going to be um, looking at great mitigation technologies for our livestock. But more importantly, we're going to have regenerative farming practices. We're going to be um, building sustainability into our mainstream thinking. We're going to have a net zero mindset where we're going to be thinking about innovation and enterprise within our system. We're going to be measuring, reporting, reducing emissions on farm. We're actually going to be looking at balance. When I talk about balance, that's about reducing, removing, but also looking at, um, you know, planting and regenerating our landscapes so that they are able to produce the food that we want to be able to eat and market. Fascinating. Dr. Victoria Hatton from PwC, thanks for some of your time today on The Country. Appreciated it. Thank you.